The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. So Stacy Reed, Vice President of the Community Foundation, I presume you wrote this. Huh? Yes, that's correct. All right, because let me just... So it says, we're hoping to focus. <laughs> it was a Friday. Obviously, a Friday she afternoon. knows you. You're saying, we're hoping to focus. No, you just said, we're going to focus. You don't have to say hoping. We're hoping to focus. She's heard the show, evidently, and no, we don't stay on track. We are hoping to focus the interview on the Next 10 Priority Project to build a strong foundation for our youth by bolstering early childhood education. John Shrimpsteffer, you said this is one of your favorite programs, The Next 10. Tell me about it. It is. Um, Sam, the, the Nurse Family Partnership is a program that's been around in this country for decades now where you basically match a nurse with a first-time low-income mother. Okay. So when we talk about social programs to break the cycle of poverty, to help people who don't have the supports in their life on a daily basis, I can't think of a more intensive program than this that can help break that cycle, that can help mothers uh, learn how to mother. Maybe they're a young mom who's never had that real experience in their own life. To match them up with a trusted person, a nurse, is a special thing. And this program is um, one, is a grant maker. You see a lot of things. And this is uh, foremost among those in my career. Stacy, I think, would agree. When we learned about this at a conference about a decade or more ago, mm-hmm. we need to bring this to Springfield. And this has been a big priority for us for a, a few years. And it's a major focus of the Next 10 projects. A lot of those projects, you know, we talk about infrastructure, buildings, planning. This one is more on the human services side where um, if we can change the the course of a human's life at this ripe of an age, it's pretty remarkable. We have uh, obviously, we're going to talk with Lindsay Sleed, who is the program coordinator, just a minute. Walk me through the process. What did you have to do when you saw this thing to become fully implemented? How challenging or what are some of the hoops you had to jump through? Well, um, with a lot of our work, the first thing is we have to line up the money. Sure. And so this program, we actually started in kind of a pilot phase a few years back with some grants, some anonymous donors from the community foundation, other funds of the community foundation. The hospitals had contributed at that time. And then SIU took it on as a priority. Some administrative changes there. We've reestablished it here within the last 12 months. And now I think it's uh, probably a more solid footing to be a lasting program. Again, the money had to come into play first. Philanthropy plus SIU's real strong commitment to this. Um, Beyond that, it's really rallying, I think, this area of our community that deal with, you know, the healthcare sector with new moms, uh, how we get the referrals coming in to make sure we can identify mothers that will qualify for the program. And then from there, hiring a, a crackpot team to be the nurses who have our special people to, to really mentor these these young women um, and their their path of being a mother for the first time. Lindsay Sleet, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. Good. Thank you. Tell me about what were you doing before you became involved in this program? Yeah, prior to my time with SIU, I was working for Sagamon County Department of Public Health doing a similar program um, for pregnant parents from pregnancy to postpartum. So I get to extend that a little bit and work with families now. From How long have you been with this program now at SIU? 
I have been with SIU since September working on getting everything organized and implemented so that we could start seeing clients. Um, and we were able to begin seeing clients in April. How many clients are we talking about that you are meeting with or servicing at the moment? At the moment, we're in our ramp up period. And so currently we have about 11 clients that we're serving. Um, however, once we are fully ramped up, we will be able to serve about a 100 clients in the segment County. How area. does someone become involved as a parent? Do they call you or are they referred? How does that work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, parents are welcome to self-refer. We do have a hotline phone number. Um, and then they can also be referred by any community service organization or their um, OB provider or their primary care provider. Really, any um, anyone can refer. We've heard John Strimstreffer, your boots on the ground. What's the mission? What is the purpose of the program? And how do you go about implementing that? Yeah, um, as John mentioned, Nurse Family Partnership is a national program model. Um, the outcomes that it has proven to improve our pregnancy outcomes, child health and development, and economic self-sufficiency of the family. So we really hope that we can grow a sustainable program that will make a difference in these measurable outcomes for families in Sacramento. If there is such a thing as a typical person who comes in looking for advice, assistance, or whatever, describe that person for me. Are they usually a single mother? Are they a certain age, certain socioeconomic background? So not necessarily. We kind of see a variety. They do have to be a first-time parent. Um, However, you know, we do have some program qualifications that we look at. They have to have some type of risk factor that could be a health risk factor, social risk factor. Um, And then they do have to qualify based on our income guidelines, which are um, a little bit above what they would need to qualify for WIC or Medicaid. But if anyone is interested in participating or would like to learn more about the program, I definitely would recommend that they give us a call so that we can kind of do the screening because people might qualify um, even if they're not sure if they do. So when they come in, are they just completely uh, oblivious to the demands of raising a child or, or are they just in certain areas not as comfortable as maybe they want to be or, or you'd like them to be? Our clients really have a lot of strengths and we focus on their strengths um, using you know, client-centered approaches to work with them on their personal goals. So our clients are not in no way clueless, but they definitely have a lot of strengths that we focus on and um, work with them on throughout their time in the program. Are there a number of people with with a client comes through? Are they working, are four or five clients working with one particular nurse or not necessarily? Yeah, so each nurse will work with the same families throughout their time in the program. and Each nurse will ultimately have about 25 to 30 clients each. How often do they meet? That really varies. It can be very flexible depending on the client's needs. Um, and they meet them where the client's at. So oh, they in do. the community. They, okay. They won't necessarily ask the client to come into the SIU School of Medicine. Nope. The nurses go out in the community and see the clients wherever they would like to meet. How long will this program last with a client? Is it like six visits, 10 visits, five years? What is it? So nurses will um, work with the clients from prior to the third trimester of pregnancy, so prior to 28 weeks, until the child's second birthday. Okay, well, without going into privacy issues, I understand that. We're not going to mention any names. Can you give me some sort of an idea of a challenge or two that, that parents are facing and they come to you folks for some help and advice? Yeah, there's a lot to learn when you're becoming a parent for the first time. So just having that nurse for General support um, information and resources can be really helpful and comforting to first-time parents. 
Do you go out yourself and do that? I do not. Okay. But you've talked to nurses who do, obviously. I have in the um, the previous program I did, I was out in the community, and I do go out with my nurses on occasion. How, how can you not leave this at work when you're done and you see what some of the challenges these parents are going through? I can't even imagine knowing the fact you're a nurse and the commitment you've made to that profession and caring for people that you walk off the, out of the house and into your car and drive away. I would guess it's almost impossible not to take that work home with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nurse Family Partnership is a great program model. We utilize a lot of reflective practice, which can help us kind of talk through some of those things that we're seeing out in the community and um, really work on how we can change our practice and um, continue to grow our nursing practice. Remind me again, how often will you meet with the people who are looking for some assistance? Um, again, it really just depends on the client's needs. Typically, we would like to see them weekly for a while um, until the nurse can really build a strong relationship with the client and then a little bit less frequently um, after that. What if the challenge is a financial one? Can you offer advice if they come out and say, look, I'm destitute. I have no income coming in. I have no support. I have. I don't have a partner here. What can you folks do? Can you do anything with that? Yeah, we are, I think, very blessed in the Sagamon County area to have a plethora of community resources that we are connecting with for our clients. Um, so we can definitely help connect them with community resources and, again, working on that economic self-sufficiency over the course of the program. Lindsay Sleed is the program coordinator of the Nurse Family Partnership of Sangamon County, operated uh, as part of the Next 10, and we have visited with the folks here this morning. So where's home for you? Born and raised where? I was actually born in Champaign, but I moved here about uh, seven years ago. I can't help but look at your badge. It says, proud to be an NFP nurse. Does that mean non-for-profit? That means oh, nurse family partnership. <laughs> I am that. I see NFP, I think non-for-profit. That's what I think. Very good. How many total nurses involved at the moment, you say? Currently, we have one, but we are seeking three additional bachelor's prepared uh, registered nurses. That's fantastic. Stacey Reed, you know, I know John's excited about the program. How about you? I know you are. What makes this program resonate and special with both you and John? Yeah, you know, I was hired at the Community Foundation 13 years ago, and one of my first charges was to run an education initiative called the Continuum of Learning. Um, and so the, the Community Foundation has long been focused on uh, prioritizing programs that improve educational outcomes for Sangamon County residents, and the earlier you intervene, the better chance you have for making long-term sustainable impacts in a person's life. And there's no earlier intervention than the prenatal <laughs> stage. So when we heard about Nurse Family Partnership, it has 30-plus years of rigorous evidence behind it. It's a program extremely unique um, to Sangamon County. But um, we're also being extremely collaborative, and Lindsay and her team at SIU are doing an exceptional job coordinating with all the other home visiting programs in the area to make sure that if they do get referrals and perhaps that woman doesn't necessarily meet the criteria for nurse family partnership, they get referred to another home visiting program in our community. So to see it all come together and work so seamlessly within the SIU system has been extremely gratifying and it's going to change lives for decades to come. John, were you solid with this? You know it's going to be a success from the get-go or were there some challenges along the way? Well, you never know for sure. Um, but a lot of what we do in grant making, we, we're kind of like the venture capitalists of 
you know, social good where we can put in some private sector money to see if it's working. And then hopefully the public sector comes in. In this case, it was a partnership out of the gate with some philanthropies and public funding and at a public institution like SIU. So I, I feel really good about this. If I was going to bet, I bet this one's a good one. It, I just want to follow up on something Stacy said. It, the sooner you can start with changing the course of a human being's life, the better. It, it gets harder and harder to change that trajectory the older a person gets. And I, I didn't know that when I came into this job. Um, but now I, I've been educated. And we as a society, the more we can focus on this section of life, the better off we will be for reversing cycles like poverty and, and everything that comes along with it, uh, health outcomes. All of it gets better if you can intervene sooner in a person's life. One thing that's really cool about this program, too, from what the research shows, it's not only that child that's born to that mother, it's subsequent children of that mother will have better outcomes as well. So it is really a remarkable one. It's not cheap. These are nurses, and it's a competitive environment to hire nurses right now. Sure. Um, but when you look at the societal costs that it'll take for someone who's not on the right path, then, we, then when collectively it'll be far more expensive to deal with that young person as they age and get older and maybe continue in that cycle. Was this specifically one of the next 10 mentioned, or was this? Yeah, it was. It really was? We, we called that out. Um, again, you know, there's a lot of people close to the Community Foundation. I'm sure, sure. we're putting these ideas on the website. We're like, well, this one has a lot of momentum. We're going to be behind this. We want to include this to really shine a light on it. So um, when you look at that whole Next 10 project, some of these are more rah-rah. They're, uh, like I said earlier, infrastructure-based or planning. But this one, I think we're targeting um, people that might not have a chance otherwise to wrap our community around them and give it the support and attention they deserve. As always, thanks for coming in. Always nice to be here, Sam. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Thanks, Reed. Sam. Thank you. Lindsay Sleed, thank you. Thank you. What, did you make a wrong turn out of Champagne, or how did you end up in Springfield? <laughs> My grandparents live That'll here. That'll do it so. every time. Yeah. That'll do it every time. And just to mention our hotline Please. number, two, oh, if anyone yes. would like to learn more about Nurse Family Partnership, that number is 217-545-0175. And you are looking for nurses. like We are looking for first-time moms and nurses. That'll work. <laughs> and they can call you folks again. Uh, how can they reach you? Is there a website also? They can go, they can search um, SIU Office of Community Care. There's information on the website, but the best way to reach us would be the phone number um, 217-545-0175 or SIUNFP at siumed.edu is our email address. Thanks, Lindsay Sleep, for coming in. Stacey Reed, congratulations on singing the national anthem the other night at the Horseshoes <laughs> game. Thank who you. Knew? That's where, absolutely, who knew? She did, well, she sang with them. Uh, there were, <laughs> thousand people singing she was one of them but had, how'd you get good parking what's your secret the policeman coordinating traffic had us in the very front row we almost got our car almost got hit by a foul ball but the best part of the night was a guy got shot out of a cannon guy got shot what a, a human oh cannonball. out of the cannon oh yeah no i heard that human really did he really i mean no, I, oh, I know he real. did so I, so where'd they set the cannon up um, it was right around second base, which doesn't seem far, but there was a relatively tiny net. Over Where did they base. shoot him to? Center field? They shot him 150 feet in the air or more than that, and then he landed on this tiny net over home plate. And over it, home plate? Which the whole thing just, yes, it was shocking, and my kids screamed so with he, terror and they, delight. They, they set the cannon up at second <laughs> yeah, base and, they shot and pointed it toward up. home plate. Well, yeah. And show. 
shoot it straight up and he lands in a net at home plate. A relatively tiny net over home plate. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I guess he's been doing this for years. Well, he's if been he's on still around, show. he's been successful. My neck yeah. just hurts a little. Still. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> it was amazing. Well Thanks. done, horseshoes. Very good. Thanks for coming in, guys. <laughs> Thanks. 28 past the hour. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.